I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. here on what is it? it is thursday january 11th at 2024 the 11th of january already we got 107 live we missed him last night based on a misconnection but he is coming on tonight at the bottom of the hour we have uh, we've talked about trump fighting back exposures of his enemies all over the place it's kind of exciting as we get going so again we're going to also remind you that amanda grace has an awesome um, event coming up this sunday We'll be talking about that as well, where we want you to join us. It'll be aired on this show as well. And it'll be uh, Eric Trump and Laura Trump, as well as Robin Bulk and many other awesome guests coming on. So we'll we'll be talking about that in a bit. But let's get moving on with some breaking news here. Um, last night, Trump was on the Fox, uh, I guess, town hall is what it was. And what's funny about it is that the... Uh, Fox News Center had nearly doubled the viewership of the fifth Republican presidential debate on CNN. (laughs) 5.7 million people came to watch Trump alone versus watching all the other candidates on CNN. So that's real interesting as we see his popularity just continuing to grow. And again, his role, I believe, in this whole thing is primarily, obviously it's the CIC and all that, but it's not to tell us the truth about everything. It's to keep popular and to fight this cabal, right? And you don't do that by telling the truth about everything or you will not be as popular with some of the people that are still asleep. So he's doing a great job of of gaining popularity even with those people that are not awake, which is important. New Letta James, um, so we know that her lover that she is allegedly having an affair with and, you know, his, he files for a divorce. He takes her to all these vacations to Napa Valley and to Florida and to Caribbean cruises. <laughs> um, he was visiting with White House, but now we see Letitia James herself visited the, the White House several times and showing that this was all coordinated um, and that, that is really starting to backfire on these guys is, is, is what they're doing. It's becoming extremely obvious to everybody. And then we see the person that's going around trying to get him off all the ballots in all these states. That person 
has now been indicted on 33 counts of tax fraud. <laughs> John Anthony Castro. And he's the one going around getting Trump off the ballot. He himself is now the criminal, as he's calling uh, Trump a criminal. Um, <coughs> for saying that to peacefully and patriotically protest. <laughs> right? <laughs> we know that doesn't make any sense. And, and it's and, and, it, and again, the the narratives are just falling apart for them. And that's the exciting part about what's going on right now. Here's a telegram. Um, again, there's a guy named Prane Medic who I've had in the show before. He's written a bunch of books. They're doing a great job. He's also got a news on Telegram. I follow him, and when he when he posts stuff, it's usually people he trusts, and I trust his judgment. So that's one reason I'll put them on the show sometimes. But this is. This is a little more detail on that. It says, the man who has been filing lawsuits in every state to get Donald Trump removed from the 2024 election ballot has been arrested and charged with filing 17 sets of false tax returns to the IRS. In total, John Anthony Castro has been charged with 33 counts of aiding in preparation of false tax returns. Prosecutors claim that he ran a, virt a virtual tax preparation business that provided customers with tax returns beyond what they were actually owed defrauding the government. Castro announced his campaign for president on the Republican primary, which was clearly all for show in order for the deep state to use him as a vehicle to file the ballot lawsuits, all of which have failed. You literally cannot make this up. This guy told judges Donald Trump was a criminal when in actuality he was the criminal. <laughs> so uh, I just love love how some of these anons uh, are able to phrase things and get 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 these things exposed. And again, you'll be able to see all this in the show notes for more detail if you want to. Make sure you just go to blessedteach.com, sign up for that. You'll get a summary of the show every day, as well as links to everything I'm showing you. All absolutely free. Trump slams this witch hunt trial ahead of closing arguments in the New York civil case. Um, companies are fleeing. People are fleeing. The streets are crime-ridden. And Latita James, that's all she thinks about is get Trump. So we see, that, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting as we see uh, Trump really fighting back here. And um, he, here, does he posted this. You can see here's Donald Trump truthing this. Haley is the establishment candidate who is loved by Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney. So this is, I think, part of the whole DeSantis and... Nikki Haley, if you if there is a white hat plan that goes that deep and they're in control, that they literally expose the con incorporated, conservative incorporated, but it's really a con, of all this money coming from the uniparty going directly in to the, uh, these campaigns. And it's showing who is really for Trump and who's really not for Trump. Um, here's this Paul Fluttered, uh, an absolute 1776. I said before the eye of the storm that I believe Trump's VP pick will be Flynn. Now this is interesting because you have in the matrix attacking Flynn, you have um, multiple people, Mike Gill attacking Flynn. And, and then, then you have some of these patriots that are going back and looking at the drops and looking at everything and they're saying, nope. Why 2028? Throughout history, America has always somehow ended up with a general as president after a period of turmoil. Washington, Grant, Eisenhower, among others. Why did Q ask Flynn if he was ready to serve again? Why did Trump tell Flynn to stay healthy and ready last summer? Lake is a red herring. Talking about Kerry Lake, I think there. Me thinks the VP pick will be Flynn. Okay, so that's interesting. I don't agree with that myself, but uh, that is that. I just want to let you know that there's still Anons uh, supporting Trump and, I mean, Flynn. And, uh, but from, from what I've seen on the Reawaken tour, he's, his role is to get people involved at the local level. 
and I believe will be part of the Trump administration and is not controlled opposition in my opinion. Um, so we'll we'll see how all that shakes out as we go forward. Hey, this episode is being sponsored again by The Dr. Artist Show. Again, this guy is going to go down in history. If you didn't see the show on Tuesday, it was phenomenal where he showed all the defrauding of, of us um, for all these nonprofit organizations where they're getting they're paying millions to their board members and all these foundations, such as the Diabetes Foundation, the American Diabetes Foundation. He shows exactly the fact that after 86 years, it's fa they fail every year in its mission to get rid of it. In fact, it's escalating. And he shows the same thing with all the rest of the medical cartel in massive detail. And that he had, I have links in the show notes, by the way, to that, that uh, document he showed. But he just has awesome supplements as well as natural cures and is an incredible man of God who is going to be, um, I, I'd be, again, I think go down in history as one of the greatest persons of exposing the snake poison that these, these, uh, these, these uh, a lot of these big pharma medicines are made out of and what COVID really is. And you can uh, become part of his, what they call the Artist Club Experience, where you get to meet with him monthly um, in a Zoom group with a bunch of people. And again, have all kinds of other benefits, such as discounts, you can get on there 1990 a month, but if you use the B2T code, it actually goes down 10%. And you can actually save 40 bucks a year and actually get 10% off the yearly price as well. So for very inexpensively, you can get more time with Dr. Artist. I think this is a great, I'll go to thedrartistshow.com. The link's down below in the show uh, description here on this video. Um, I think you really enjoyed getting that extra time with Dr. Artist. Cemetery with 90,000 veterans vandalized by pro Hamas protesters. This whole thing, this is very similar, in my opinion, to the brown coats of Hitler. And because the same people that are doing these, these are, are a lot of the Black Lives Matter advocates and a lot of the, the Antifa people, right? And you see that they are, they are showing how communism and the whole, uh, if you go look at Hamas's goal is to wipe Israel and all the people, just genocide, complete genocide. And to say that that war is genocide is, is, is ridiculous when they're, they're purposely doing strategic strikes. They stay actually bringing um, equipment into the hospitals and saving Palestinian babies, um, helping people. That's, that's, that's the opposite of genocide. If, those, if this is reversed, they'd just be killing those people. Right? That's a genocide when you kill everybody or you take them hostage. They're not taking hostages of, 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 the, of the civilians. So it's like to talk about that being genocide is just ridiculous. But that is the narrative and talking points to try to divide us. Israel, Hamas, right, left, genders, non-genders, abortion, non-abortion, right? This is how do I divide everybody so they don't understand this is the cabal versus we the people. It's exactly what's happening here. and you're, We're seeing this with this Hamas and the crazy things they're doing now. They, they, they literally vandalize veteran cemeteries. As, as, as part of, and here we got San Francisco votes for a ceasefire with Hamas. And the video is both hilarious and terrifying. I'm not going to play that video, but you can get it into the show notes. But the whole point is that you have all these protesters um, and, and they're, they're, they're cheering on. And if you look at what Hamas did, uh, it's just it's horrifying what they did. It's just calling evil good and good evil is what exactly what we're seeing, I believe, right before our eyes. Um, not to say that 
Mossad is good and the intelligence agencies there are just as bad as our CIA, right? Or maybe even worse. Man who com campaigned to kick Trump off the 2022 ballots arrested for tax charges. This is in a whole other article. I wanted to make sure you guys got that. There, there's a picture of this dude. It's really interesting to see. Um, and he, he was a Texas man. He launched an aggressive campaign to remove former Donald Trump from the ballot in 2024. So this guy... They had him run for president just so he could file the lawsuits, and then he went to multiple states and filed them. And so now he ends up being a, a criminal himself, which is quite um, exactly what we're seeing all over the place. Everything's backfiring. And I was just telling you, man, just like just like I said, everybody who blesses Israel will be blessed. Everybody who curses Israel will be cursed. Um, I believe the biblical Israel is still there, and, the, and so we got to be careful, even though the Rothschilds created it. I understand that. I also understand um, that that many 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 people who were of Jewish descent and uh, lived those lived those peculiar laws that God set up um, was biblical prophecy coming to pass in 1948 and uh, you gotta be careful but I also think anointed people when when God's anointed somebody and you start attacking them the same thing happens so I believe those who curse Trump are gonna be cursed and then we're seeing it right before our eyes it is amazing Biden cautions against extreme Republicans in the face of December inflation report. So the inflation's going through the roof again. The Fed's already raised the rates. They can't stop it. We talked about this with Kirk Elliott, right? This is why you do not want to be in a, have a bunch of cash. You don't want to have real estate's a, a, a tough to tough because the, 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 the rates are so high. It's not very liquid anymore. You start looking at bonds and stocks and the, and the prediction of sometimes, some people saying 75, 85% crash. Where's the safest place to have your money? That's why we always talk about talking to Kirk Elliott, right? You have to see a link down below in this video there as well um, because the inflation is, is, is going to continue, right? And this is going to be a reset of the economy. This is going to be the Babylonian system fall. I believe that's when they won't be able to short silver anymore. It's a big reason why I'm in it, guys. Um, but the whole point is, is that Biden is sitting there uh, saying that we're the problem, right? The extreme Republicans, which means anybody that, that loves Donald Trump. So if you just have a, a political candidate that is actually for the country in December and, and, and uh, America first, you're an extremist. And you are, you're, in fact, you're, you're a domestic terrorist is what they want to call us. And uh, I think that is all going to backfire on them in a big way as we, as we go forward. Look at this. Argentina's annual inflation tops 211%, highest since the early 90s. This is what uh, the new president had to in inherit. But um, this is what happens when you start printing money like mad and bring in socialist type um, ideals and bring in people that can't really help the country and have to live on the government. Eventually it collapses, you have to print money like mad. And when you do that, just like Biden's administration is doing right now, it'll lead to the demise of the country. And uh, that is why, again, getting back to the real assets is gonna be vital. Um, such as silver, uh, precious metals. Um, here, look at this. The World Health Organization is worried about disease X, and you should be too. And what's interesting about this, this is starting to hit the press here lately, but this, this was an article from 2018. <laughs> so we see their whole fear-mongering about the uh, next pandemic is coming and uh, talking about disease X stands for the unknown, right? And now they're saying there's going to be another one now again, but we just see what they've done to us. They, 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 they created that fear, created the pandemic, and uh, now we're all the more smart to not to understand what's really going on here, right? Um, 
Here is a, a Bible verse. I just want to. I'm just going to make sure I give you at least one Bible verse of the day when I, we have guests because now one of Sabbath's coming on a Thursday. So we kind of did praise and prayer last night, where we, and so we're we're going to instead do do one tonight instead of praise and prayer. And um, what you see is Galatians 2:20 here. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This is just a new memory verse. I've had so many awesome Bible verses, memory verses that I had. And just can't believe I didn't have this one because I've heard it many times. But uh, it just, it's, just, it's just so rich. If you look, I have been crucified with Christ, which is, uh, you know, and that's what the symbol of baptism is, is when you go under the water. It's no longer I live, but Christ who lives in me. So when you come out of the water, you're basically raised to life with Christ, right? You got a, the Holy Spirit's in you. Um, and that's what the symbol is for. And the life I now live in the flesh, our flesh is still there. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What a beautiful verse. Uh, uh, it's kind of a long one, so I wouldn't start with that one if you're new to memory verses, but um, beautiful, beautiful Bible verses everywhere that we can use um, and speak. And, uh, and, uh, and understand that that power, uh, the resurrection power of Christ is in us. Um, Britain and U.S. to carry out airstrikes against Ironback Houthis, rebels, in Yemen tonight. Emergency meeting is called for U.K. ministers to sign off response after ships targeted in Red Sea. So this is interesting. This is an escalation, obviously. Um, so whether this is the White Hats just taking care of some of the problems around the world as, as we, the fake governments are in place, or this is really the Biden administration trying to create World War III. It's kind of hard to know what the narrative is here, but we know they fund both sides of wars. And, uh, you know, Yemen's been shooting down commercial sh uh, shooting at and overtaking um, commercial ships, right? Some really not even linked that much to Israel at all. So these guys are a bunch of radicals, Iran-backed. It'll be real interesting to see if this ends up being a big escalation. Um, but I do know that both the current U UK government and US government obviously are compromised. We know that. And uh, the question is, is, is the military, uh, are the militaries being controlled by white hats or black hats? That's a big argument. Obviously you would say something like Derek Johnson's gonna say that they're, they're white hat controlled, most of them. Uh, right now, especially in the Space Force and the elite forces. Uh, so it's going to be real interesting as we go forward here. Here's a, here, we, we talked about the disease X. Here's a border jumpers are pushing American kids out of school all across the country. And so what we're seeing is that the illegal aliens now, if you start digging into this, is really having some big uh, effects on just getting our kids educated. A Brooklyn school informed parents their children will be getting low-quality remote instruction to turn their schools into a refugee camp. So basically, your school, you are not can't come to school anymore. You're just doing remote stuff because we're going to use the school for a refugee camp. That's some, something that's happened. Democrats open border. It's turning the entire United States into a refugee camp. The record-breaking numbers of foreigners allowed to break U.S. border laws are most heavily affecting large and sanctuary cities like New York City. But the numbers are so high, they can't help but affect cities across America as well. But these sanctuary cities are just, just what, what an eye-opener, hopefully, for America, right? You're trying to act like you're—and this is similar to climate change, similar to many of the other agendas of the globalists that try to get the useful idiots—that's the term of Solinsky uses—to get all these 
extreme leftists to basically take stances that are just idiotic. And that's what they've done in these large large cities such as Chicago and San Francisco, which we just read about, and also sanctuary cities like New York City. They are just being overrun. Because um, if I'm illegal, I'm going to want to be in one of those cities, right? Why not be in places that will actually um, – cater to to the illegal aliens versus not so you're gonna so most of the illegal aliens are going to those sanctuary cities um although now they're being so overrun they're now starting to send them into to republican cities or, or to, to conservative cities as well rants washington democrats deem ammo a privilege as a way to end gun rights so basically um the democrats are now trying to put an 11 percent tax on ammo so if you if you don't have enough ammo right now, make sure you go get some before they, they get this. The Washington Democrats opened 2024 legislation session with another assault on gun rights. This time they hope to reclassify ammunition as a privilege, one that should be subjected to an onerous tax because the one thing they love more than taking away guns is taking away your money. <laughs> I thought that was a really good summary there of exactly what's happening. So if you don't want this 11% tax to hit your ammo, um, get get your ammo and uh, that which you need for the year early here I think is the big lesson uh, for, for for that um, I haven't uh, I've got a, this new browser that doesn't show the, the browse browser the brave browser finally got to where I can zoom in really well um, but it's a little harder for me to see what tab I'm on so I'll, I'll get that fixed over time here um, hey this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show don't uh, put this on your calendar. This is going to be Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So 4 p.m. our central time here in Texas. Um, the night of prayer for the Trump family and nation. This is going to be a pretty awesome event. Um, Ark of Grace is going to be broadcasting this. Uh, I'll be rebroadcasting it here on this Rumble channel. Um, uh, again, 4, 4 p.m. on Sunday night, okay, um, central time. And again, that'll be, uh, they'll have Robin Bullock on it have Eric Trump, Laura Trump, many others. I don't know their guests, if you, you remember some of the other guests there, but it was like loaded. Um, I could tell you. If you click the link, uh, it should open up and it'll have them listed there. Okay, so let me see if I can. Hi, Rick. I click, click that. Hello, hello. Oh, there's Amanda right there. <laughs> I could tell you who's on if you want. Yeah, that, that would be great. I'd, we'd much rather get it I've live. I've been thinking in the background while you've been giving all of this crucial information. All right. Um, okay, so we have Eric and Lara Trump, right. Alina Haba, President Trump's attorney. We have Clay Clark, Aaron Antis, and Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer all coming on together. Awesome. We have Stone coming on. Uh, we have... Robin Bullock, Donna Clement, Kent Christmas, and myself. I believe I got everyone. That's awesome. Man, that is going to be I awesome. All right, so what's going to be the format, Amanda? Is it going to be is it going to be like um, one person at a time or what what have you decided to do there? <laughs> yeah, so each person's going to get about 10 minutes. Um Eric and Lara Trump are going to get a little more. Uh, but each person is going to get about 10 minutes. Awesome. I have left a little wiggle room in there. So, but they're going to come on, yes, and, and that's how the format is going to go, one after the other. We have a special intro for it, too, that we're is, going to be doing. That is so, awesome. It, it's kind of interesting the way this all happened. We'll talk about that. But I had a dream months ago that pointed at this event happening. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. I, 
Yeah. I could tell you quick if you want. Sure, sure, go for it. We have some time. Okay, so months ago, I had this dream, and um, we were in a bottom floor of a building. There were two big elevators, and there was this huge crowd, and Eric Trump was in the crowd. Yeah, and so he uh, is wearing a red, white, and blue ball cap. And he looks a little weary and tired, and people are calling his name. And I was on the outskirts of the crowd, just watching. And so he spots me and makes his way through the crowd, right? Uh-huh. And he basically, he grabs my arms to pray. Oof. And he uses the name of Jesus. And I said to him, Eric, I need you to come up. I'm going to be on the floor with the senator from Oklahoma. And I woke up and I'm like, what does this mean, Lord? I don't understand. And so when this all came together, I realized it was us coming together, this event to pray. And on the floor with the senator from Oklahoma, Pastor Jackson Longmire ran for senator of Oklahoma. Yeah. And he's going to be there. So this is how this all came together. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what a lineup! Little, what a lineup! That's a that's what's exciting about this about this. And and I've been sitting on that dream for months and not talking about it and just uh -huh. praying about it. That, that's fantastic. Well, we're so glad we're so glad to be able to be but part of that, and we'll get you the Zoom. I mean, the, the Rumble connections, and we'll be uh, we'll be live uh, four o'clock Central Time on Sunday night, right? Yes. That's awesome. Thank you so much for That's coming on right. and letting us know. Okay. So you'll see that right here. Again, you'll find it in our events calendar as well right here. Yeah. Um, Gus, it's about the link. I was trying to find the link real quick. Just click on the picture there. And the picture. Should, oh, right oh, there. It's got all the names listed, right? Slide it back. Slide it back. Okay. Back up. up, up keep going. Up, up. up, no, up. The other, no, the other way. Oh, the other way up. <laughs> yeah, that's what Gene Howard had problems with. Yeah, Come and stand yeah, up in the gap for the nation with that of a crash. And special guest. Uh, I'm sorry. View more. There you go. I got it. There you go. Eric and Laura Trump. Alana Haba. Robin Bullock. Donna Clement. Pastor Jackson Lombard. Clay Clark. Roger Stone. Pastor Kent Christensen. And other special guests. Join us at four, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, another way, you can watch on this Rumble channel, but you can also hit this. This is a really cool link Gus put here, which is Ark of Grace uh, Ways to Watch. And she's on, okay, YouTube, Twitter, Rumble, Facebook, <laughs> Substack, Getter, Club. <laughs> I will tell you, it will be broadcast live on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, Twitter, and our mm -hmm. app. So it's going to be live on five platforms on our end. And then it's going to be live streamed by others, too. That's great. I think that's a great idea because it just kind of gets every the rumble when you go search and it shows people live and people are going to find it that when find it elsewhere. I think it's a great thing that that uh, Clay does, and so we're 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 looking forward to having our rumble channel be used for that as well. So uh, yes, we're looking forward. Thank you, Rick. All right, God bless I you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. God bless you. Bye. I checked with one a little bit ago, and he said, I said, hopefully we'll see you in about 10 minutes. He said, yes. All right. Good, and good. Tell him that uh, Amanda said she's baking chocolate chip cookies, and she'd send him some if he'd, if he'd plug her event. All right. <laughs> I'll, show good. I'll show him the cookies if he wants, because they're coming out of the oven. <laughs> that, that sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds awesome, Amanda. All right. Great. Yeah. 
So we'll see if uh, Juan comes on time. We'll get right to him. But in the meantime, I thought I would read part of a prophetic word that I had here. You know what I'll do? Is I'm, I'm just going to play one of mine here from uh, December 31st. It's talking about being the clay. Let's listen to this. This is Rick's Alone Time with God blog on Sunday, December 31st, 2023 at 3.35 p.m. Become the clay is the name. I asked, what would you like to share with me and your children, Lord? My children, as you move into your new year, make the necessary changes in your life so that we can enjoy a great victory together. I want many more of my children to join my angel armies and my remnant, but most have not. This is why I'm allowing not just the world, but each individual life of my sleeping church to be shaken as well. You will notice my remnant as they will not be rattled or be anxious about the shaking in their personal lives, even though the shaking will be just as intense. They will be calm because they are fully trusting in me and putting me first in their lives. However, most of my body, most of my children will be shaken and rattled and anxious. Why? Because they have not trusted fully in me and have not put me first. So you have a choice to make this new year of yours. Will you continue to have me on the back burner? Will you continue to hold on to the world and not trust in me fully? Rick often quotes scripture about submitting as clay so that I can be the potter. Just remember that I will not override your free will. Even if you have been saved by the blood of Jesus, I still need you to be sanctified. In order for me to use you, you need to submit as clay. If you continue to insist on being the potter of your life versus allowing me to be the potter, then we both have no clay to work with. In order to not be anxious and rattled during the shaking, the solution is easy. Rest in me. Become the clay. Allow me to mold you. Allow me to create a vessel I can use for my purposes and not your purposes. Reverse your desires and delight and trust in me by becoming this clay. I will make you the exact vessel I need for this very time. My glory and power will flow through you and you will be calm and at peace during the shaking. You will become part of my remnants. Will you become that clay for me now versus insisting on being in control? Can you trust me with full control? Not just partial control, but full control. Mighty will be your reward if you can let your creator be your potter once again. Become that clay, my children, before it's too late for me to use you during this historic time. You will see your enemies fall to your right and your left as you remain unscathed. This won't happen when I only have partial control. Give me full control over your life as you submit and trust me fully as your potter. I am the potter who loves you and knows exactly how to give you the ultimate desires of your heart. Desires many of you did not even know you had. Let me show you my love by creating you as a vessel you were meant to be for this time. Become the clay, my children. Become the clay. All right. Uh, become the clay. I think it's just a, a real great theme 
for what we need to be doing. I see Juan has joined, but that his audio doesn't seem to be working, so I think he's going to be coming back on. Uh, oh, now I see him, and now I see his audio might be working. So just Juan, when you uh, have your audio working, just let me know. You're muted right now. I think it's up. I, I All right. See if it's up. I think it's up here. All right. Perfect. We got you. Got your steering wheel and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on. I know there's a lot of people on waiting last night, but uh, it'll be awesome to to get you tonight. Uh, really appreciate you uh, um, scheduling rescheduling so quickly with us. Well, and I apologize. I went a little long with Delora yesterday. You get me started, and it's hard to stop me. I know. I <laughs> love so, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I love that. So we have uh, the ability for people to ask questions. By the way, so if you have Rumble and you want to put a question in or, or on the on the Rumble uh, chat or in the backstage, um, we can start there. But I just don't know if there's anything that you want to start with. I noticed uh, I noticed quite a bit going on right now with um, Israel. A lot going on with uh, Trump's uh, enemies being exposed, which is just kind of exciting. Anything uh, that you would kind of want to start with? Well, uh, you know, this is a process, and I I don't want people, you know, getting ahead of where we're at in this process. It is a, um, anything that you're seeing right now is fantastic from an exposure standpoint, but we really haven't even got to the big stuff yet. And uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are actually looking at it going, yeah, but, 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 okay, take a deep breath. Um, there's a saying from Shakespeare, those whom the gods would destroy, they must first vilify. So that goes to, you know, even though it's, you know, it's talking about, you know, gods you know the uh their spiritual leaders or whatever like that and it's kind of a shakespearean thing it's really ultimately referring to the kings and the the rule makers and the merlins behind the scenes when they want to take somebody out it may look like it's the taking people out when in reality it's the you know the rule makers of the day that are taking people out. And uh, that's what we're really talking about right now with where we're at um, in this situation. Uh, there's a lot of people, um, I've got something right now uh, going on behind the scenes in a, a particular state filing where literally just in the last uh, couple of hours, we found out, uh, you know, I had said uh, in something that I did a couple months back that, uh, you know, before we were done, you were going to see a, a couple of uh, detectives going to jail over what had occurred and illegalities. Well, I just found out that shortly after I had filed that with Internal Affairs, um, that, in fact, that detective left the force and is headed for parts unknown. Um, and that uh, that they're trying to cover something up. Now, the reason I mentioned that in a generic sense, because I don't get into details in a second, is that um, that within within the context of what was given, you know, before something actually happened specifically with that individual, they had enough information and he had enough understanding 
that he's headed for parts unknown. He's probably headed for another country. He's looking for a place to go hide someplace under a rock that doesn't have extradition. And others uh, that were in the loop, suddenly they're unavailable uh, out of town. <laughs> so I had to go up the list until I got somebody that decided to stay and try to fight. Um, why is that important? It's, it's going to be similar in some of these cases. Uh, you know, uh, Obama went to, went to Antarctica last week. Wow. What's he doing down there? Who's he talking to in Antarctica? You know, uh, who gave him permission? Who wanted him there? Remember, the last foreign trip that Obama did as president was this huge entourage. I mean, everybody, all their planes, all the, you know, super money people all show up uh, hanging out down in the Bariloche, uh, at the southern tip of Antarctica, and uh, you know, Barack and Michael go horseback riding and disappear for a day and a half, and all this other bullshit. Uh, who did they have to go talk to in person that they couldn't even trust any type of communication, even by a uh, surrogate, to get the message or get the message right? What's going on here? And uh, that's kind of this moment that we're in. It's getting very, very testy. Um, I had something that came up the other day in another country, and uh, the players were all looking at this particular series of events and said, well, somebody may believe that they're going to start a, uh, uh, a military action or a false flag um, in this particular region. But we're not going along with it. If 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 uh, some of the forces want to want to play around with a false flag and pretend that something happened with a naval ship, you know, and nobody saw it coming, uh, these folks basically said, you know, we're not going to play the game. We're not going to be able to stop them. We're not going to even try. But we're not going to get sucked into it. We're just going to watch. There's all sorts of mis, you know misleading things that are going to be trying to happen even within for example the republican party there's amazing things happening where there's attempts to undermine the way that the republican party is operating um so uh we had something happen up in michigan the other day and they tried to do a false um uh, gop meeting and get rid of Christina Caramo, uh, who was the GOP head in Michigan. And they did it with uh, stolen proxy votes, with a unlawful assembly that wasn't done by the rules, and then voted her out as the GOP head. Now, in any other era, um, you know, that might have worked, but we're kind of on to this. And so, uh, and the people of Michigan are really not as naive as they used to be. So they're saying, well, no, that's not, that was then, this is now. We're gonna go have a lawful meeting, we'll have a party vote, and we'll decide if we're gonna keep Christina or not. And she offered herself to, even though she didn't have to, rather than have, you know, a question, uh, kind of a vote of confidence thing, uh, we'll go revote again. And we'll put this to bed. Either I'm still state GOP or I'm not, but we'll do it with a lawful vote. And she put herself on the chopping block. 
and now we'll see how the people of Michigan are, if they can hold their own or not. Um, something similar is going on in Hawaii right now. And I just got a phone with a couple of the different people involved, and we're going to look at that. And uh, very, um, we think, and I, and I have attorneys looking at this now, whether or not it uh, is actionable. But the way it's set up right now, the people uh, in two-thirds of Maui and in Lanai uh, and in Molokai are not going to be able to participate in the vote for the uh, GOP primary or caucuses, I should say, without uh, flying to uh, uh, Maui and uh, or driving, you know, uh, four hours round trip from Hana or something like that. Uh, it's done, you know, supposedly these are all mega people, but they're doing it in a way that only lets their little crew operate. And at the end of the day, it's very questionable how mega they truly are. They're... Uh, uh, they claim it to your face, but uh, when you actually dig into it, it's all about hijacking and going off on a agenda of their own. Uh, it's like the Laura Loomer stuff. Uh, Laura Loomer uh, put out an absolutely false uh, article. She didn't, all she had to do, she has all the people that she climbed on speed dial. And she could have asked for any uh, additional information. Uh, do you contest this in any way? Is there anything I've gotten wrong in my facts? And she could have vetted the article she put out sliming uh, Christina Cromwell up there in Michigan. She didn't. She didn't ask anybody. She didn't ask. Even after she put it out, uh, several people reached out to her and says, hey, you've got these details wrong and provably wrong. And. You know, we'll be glad to, you know, open the book, show you, uh, answer any questions. She didn't withdraw it. She left stand a falsehood, and that was the basis for Michigan having this little coup to then vote out uh, Christina Krama, the elected head of the GOP in Michigan. So there's an internal fight going on there. The Hawaii thing is essentially the same thing. Uh, and trying to take out that uh, leadership by attrition um, by a little uh, cabal of people. Uh, we see it in other states. It's, it's, it's not just, you know, I mentioned those two states. There's probably 10 other states now that we see similar activities taking place to try and take out the GOP leadership state by state. And, uh, you know, we'll have to do the fight. Uh, we'll have to challenge based on, you know, rules and procedure and stuff like that. We had something similar that happened uh, in uh, uh, South Carolina a few months back and, and had to fight through and, and got it in a certain direction. The, you know, you have a, a Christian audience here primarily. Yep. And the one thing that, that everybody in the audience has to understand is that um, you know all that's needed for evil to prevail is that good men do nothing. Now, a lot of us were raised in situations where um, Jesus has this. It all get taken care of at the great white throne judgment. You can't beat city hall kind of a mentality, and we're just going to have to let it, you know, 
uh, wash through and, and God will get justice in the end. Um, okay, so you want to go uh, you want to go to the, the last book in the Bible, the end and all that, and justice. Um, Christ gave John, the revelator, uh, a message for each of the seven churches. Uh, when you open up revolutions and you look at the, the chapters and you look at uh, no, I didn't say it wrong. Revolutions. revolutions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being corrected by a passenger seat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Good, we have an editor right by you. <laughs> All right, well, we might have we we've lost audio on you for some reason. The passenger must have pulled your plug. <laughs> so you're not muted, but we don't have audio on you right now. Somebody else. There we go. There we go. There we go. It takes a second to get it back. I apologize. I can't block on some of the uh, channels that extreme here. It can't block incoming calls, and then it throws it completely off. Mm -hmm. And so I apologize, and it takes you know, 20 seconds for it to come back. But, you know, plus then I had a, a, a front seat passenger that was trying to, you know, it's bad enough when you got a back seat passenger that's trying to do the driving. <laughs> Another thing, we get front seat passenger that's trying to give you the uh, uh, code here. On, you know. So anyway, revolutions. Uh, if you look at revolutions, the seven messages to the seven churches, from Christ, mm -hmm. he says something amazing, and I and I want everybody to kind of think about this for a second. He starts out the message that John the Revelator is to give to each of the churches, and he says, "I know your works," and then he goes and says what he's going to do, and. To the church at Sardis, he says to the angel over the church at Sardis, I know your works and they're evil. Now think about that. Uh, he, he notes the good works of the churches and he notes the bad works. He's watching. It's not unseen. Um, but there's another aspect to that. He doesn't say, I know your thoughts. He doesn't say, I know your intentions. He's not even talking about, you know, uh, you know, your words. It's your works. So in a country where our freedom is crucial to the operation of our faith, if you don't have freedom, then you are unable to exercise your faith. Uh, think of the Soviet Union prior to its collapse, and you had to go to a state-approved church, and the priest had to be approved by the state. Uh, you know, the 501c3 church, tax-approved, they never talk about anything political of any merit, any importance. Of course, now, you can talk about everything that goes to your faith having to do with your sexuality, but that's not political. 
okay? We're a very controlled church. The state's in the middle of it. You've got uh, even uh, people, you know, we talk about counterfeiting money, and we watch it so closely. Somebody mentioned uh, earlier, and I'm going to steal it from them, think of how hard we are all the extra efforts we've gone especially in recent history so that if you play a football play and there's any question on it we now have a system that goes back and looks at it with you know 30 cameras from every different direction and we slow it down frame by frame uh we'll stop the entire operations on the field for five six seven eight minutes till they can see and get it right before they proceed on but where lindsey graham says yeah we knew there was something wrong with the vote we knew that we had some problems but i went ahead and voted for the, the uh you know electoral college vote and move forbes that anyway he tweeted that yeah we knew there's some problems we went ahead anyway just to get it done because we had you know we couldn't we couldn't hold up the whole country over over a wrong vote we had to get people in there yeah right okay think about that you'll you'll stop the world for a play on a football field that doesn't change anything at the end of the day really but you won't stop a stolen vote and what's the consequences of the play on the football field versus the stolen vote we're on the verge of nuclear war do not be too you know light about that oh yeah yeah it could be are you kidding me you are on the verge of nuclear war in central europe you're on the verge of another tanker war with tankers being taken out in the mid-east several companies have stopped moving cargo through certain ports in the mid-east and now they're going to go around uh uh africa adding days and days and extra costs to uh, cargo loads rather than go through the Suez Canal. Um, Maersk Lines just uh, uh, announced that the other day. Uh, you're on the verge of a another shutdown, but not quite for the reasons that we had last time with the VAX. Europe's in full-blown recession right now. The U.S. is going into recession with inflation right now, uh, uh, a production decline. Uh, Saudi Arabia just loaded, lowered fuel prices, and the world all of a sudden there's a glut coming. Why? Because work is not being done. So the fuel's beginning to back up because people aren't in, in go before. Going to go up. That causes inflation. That causes less building, less work, less jobs. You're on the verge of, of an economic crisis again, and starting from Europe. And most people have no idea of what's what's in play here. Um, that's a consequence of a stolen election things and the people counter votes i can fit hundred dollars all day long. And, and 
Hey Juan, you got you went through a you went through a bad area. Hey Juan, hey Juan, you just went through a bad area. We kind of missed yeah, the last yeah. minute. We missed the last one minute. So can you just kind of back up a little bit? Holy flaming cow farts! Give me strength. <laughs> So, so we kind of got you back now. We, we, we just, you're in just a rough area. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be that bad. Actually, I'm in a pretty good area, to be honest with you. So mm -hmm. I apologize on that. Um, and I would have liked to have been in a fixed spot. We had to run a quick errand on something that needed to be done immediately. So anyway... Um, uh, the whole point is we're on the verge of a recession. Oil prices are going down. And the reason is because there's an oil glut coming on because the world isn't using as much energy right now. Europe's going into recession because production's going down. China is in trouble because production is going down. The world is shutting down again, but for different reasons. What is it? Because uh, we're on the verge, we're in the, under the threat of some type of war. The costs in the Ukraine, the refugees in Ukraine and the United States are going to outer space. So we are in a in a, a tough situation right now. In fact, let me here, let me uh, shut off the video. That might give us more bandwidth. Does that work for you? Yeah, sure. Okay, there we go. Okay. So with less uh, bandwidth being used, I can I can hopefully stay with you. But uh, you got that reset depression, uh, lower productivity, fuel prices going down because nobody's buying it. We're starting to come into a fuel cut. How does that affect everybody? Because there's a stolen vote. Uh, uh, if you've got people that are starting to hide out, it's not because uh, we caught them in bad business deals as much as we caught them in, in a crooked vote. They're there in office uh, unlawfully. They're frauds. And some of the stuff that's going to come out over the next uh, uh, weeks, not not just months, but the next weeks, relates to foreign interference in the 2020 election. 2020 is still on deck, even now. Anybody thinks that 2020 is over? 2020, it's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, because we're going to see where the uh, data um uh, i'll just say it going from france to germany and uh aspects of it out of italy but uh, france to germany um and then back into the u.s is going to become a big deal and we're going to see real data on that that's going to make it harder and harder to be in denial we've seen what's happened in multiple states wisconsin georgia uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Arizona, where there was all sorts of things that happened where uh, at the technical level, the electoral college vote should be withdrawn. Wisconsin, where a judge said, hey, uh, those drop boxes violated state law if we had had an honest vote on January 6th. And the challenge that was in place uh, to challenge uh, admitting the electoral call oh. votes from Wisconsin. 
that was, was the core theme. Yes. Am I losing you there? Is it that? Uh, are we not getting through to no, you? I just, no, I just had to mute somebody. You're fine. All right. So, so uh, with that in mind, uh, uh, Pennsylvania, in 58 out of 67 counties, more people voted than there are registered voters in the county. And then even in a perfect election, in a presidential election, it's uh, shocking to get 65% turnout. So if you have over 100% of the vote, <clears throat> you're now talking about having one false, fraudulent, counterfeit vote for every real vote to noise dampen, to cancel out legitimate voters. Pennsylvania should be thrown out of the Electoral College. Michigan, where uh, we had uh, we knew there was fraud in the um, voter database and people coming in and entering false voter registrations and nothing was done to remove those voter registrations save just a little bit from one person uh, Mich <clears throat> Michigan's electoral college vote should be out um, Tennessee where we had um, uh, the Tennessee error. Five different counties where the sheriffs were called because the people thought they were being hacked at their voting machines that were running the elections in those counties. The sheriff came out and says, yep, looks like there's something wrong here. Calls FBI, call, calls uh, CISA over at Homeland Security, cybersecurity, uh, and says there's a problem. They get to Dominion. Dominion says, yeah, yeah, it looks like a problem. Well, here, we'll put a patch in there. We don't know what it is, but we'll put a patch in. Well, anybody in the computer world knows if you don't know what the problem is, you can't create a patch to fix it. So what's going on? Tennessee should have been thrown out. And then, by the way, all the other counties around the country and all the other counties in Tennessee that use Dominion machines none of them got a warning notice none of them got told to pay attention watch out they just continued on their votes were left to stand even though Dominion admitted there was a problem think about that uh, the Tennessee error Tennessee should be thrown out Georgia where now we have the courts stepping in and saying yeah these votes shouldn't have been counted and uh, that's just one little location in Fulton County. We have many more that need to be looked at and taken out. If there had been a challenge on January 6th, Georgia's Electoral College votes had the uh, electors been challenged, as was the intent with Ted Cruz and, and others uh, there present on January 6th, if they hadn't had the riot and stopped the vote counting and paused it, that vote count would have been challenged uh, and you wouldn't have had those votes admitted from Georgia. Mm -hmm. You've got multiple states that are similar and even now you can withdraw electoral college votes and now uh, you have what's, what's left. Well, you'd have a Trump victory. If you have a Trump victory, which is what's coming, an acknowledgement that Trump had the election stolen, right. it's going to be like Kim Clement said. Kim Clement foresaw and spoke prophetically 
that there would be a time when the American people would ask each other, we have two presidents. Who is the legitimate president? Okay? And, and, and people would exclaim, I don't know. I, how are we going to solve this? Okay, think about that. And he foresaw it a decade ago. Uh, we've sort of had that thus far, but it's not what Kim was describing completely. There will be a time when it's a common complaint and people are just, how do we fix this? What are we going to do? And there's a consequence to that fraud because we have people in office that are leading us in a hellish direction. There's a demon at the crossroads. That demon has a name. And that demon at the crossroads, his intent is to steer you in a hellish direction. Everybody in this audience has been at a place in their life where they had to make a choice. And that choice might have been vague, they're in a fog, it's murky, there's all sorts of considerations, but at the end of the day, it actually is a pretty clear choice towards the light or towards the dark. And that's the demon at the crossroads. That's where America is right now. And people are going to have to pick a lane. And that's what it's all about. Even within these political groups, I know your works. I know your works. Are your works going towards hell? Are they demonically inspired? Is the devil in the details? Are you undermining the party that it can get to the truth uh, even though you come in the name of you know angel of light? That's what that's what's going on right now. Anyway, I'll take a couple questions. Uh, if you want, uh, you want to look through and see if there's any good questions, or I'll be glad to take a question or two. All right. Uh, th this is one person, Millie48 on Rumble, just saying, I've been waiting patiently, still trying to wake up my grandkids up. They listen until I say something that scares them. They do believe what I'm saying. I'll keep trying. Any suggestions? So I think it's okay. Uh, let's hold on a second. This is a really really important question. I tried to get to this a little bit yesterday with Delora. I don't know that I did a good enough job. Uh, it actually bothered me that I just didn't articulate it the way I wanted to. Um, so, gold star to Millie. Here's the deal. Um, are we uh, reaching death, destruction, um, a hellish uh, tone? Are we scaring the crap out of people? Is this the Baptist pastor from the pulpit getting everybody lost and going to hell before he can get, get them found and uh, give an altar call? Are we, is that correct? Uh, Christ did talk more about hell and damnation by three to one than he did about heaven and salvation. Uh, hell is a place to be avoided. But with that said, within our conversations, um, you know, let me ask the question. 
what does an America with Trump back in power in his rightful position look like? And if the people that are in office have gotten there through frauds, if they've gotten there through uh, counterfeiting and deception, is the America that, um, uh, you know, people are upset about, America's going to hell, they're damned because they're doing this wrong and that wrong and something else wrong. Well, in the Roe versus Wade decision that was handed down last year, reversing 50 years of settled law where it had been determined by a previous court that the federal government could mandate abortions throughout the country. In overturning Roe versus Wade, the court, led by Justice Thomas, said that an earlier court erred in its judgment. In other words, they interpreted the Constitution and the rights of the federal government incorrectly and allowed them to legislate something and force it on the American people that the Constitution, the law of the land, does not allow. And so it was overturned, it was reversed. Is there other things going on that our federal government's doing which are in violation of the Constitution that are not the will of the people that are being forced on us? And who's making that happen? Which judge is getting paid off with a trip to Epstein Island? Which politician, who's getting the payoff from foreign uh, places? In fact, if you go and look, the original 13th Amendment to the Constitution, which is hard to find, not the one that's commonly quoted, the original 13th Amendment to the Constitution from 1812 is very clear. No person in a position of authority in the uh, U.S. government can receive any kind of payment in money or in kind from any foreign source. No military person can receive any money from any foreign source for any reason. That disqualifies them from public office. Uh, that somehow those provisions have been lost over time. Somebody just took it out. Wasn't legislated out, wasn't overturned. They just took it out and put something else in and nobody was paying attention. How many things have happened in America in the way our government operates and works that somebody just swapped something in and nobody quite caught it at the time and it's been acted on ever since and then, uh, gosh, well, I think it's okay. Um, that's what's happening in America. I'm dealing with a situation right now where uh, we found um, uh, something that was happening in, the, in, a, in a legal situation where um, there was an injustice occurring and it was fraudulent that uh, there was alterations to recordings being made by detectives. We proved a doubter space. Uh, we even found the smoke still coming out of the gun barrel where we found the program that was used to make 
the alterations to the audio files. Wow. Proving that what was said to be original evidence was not original evidence. In the metadata, people have been looking at this. We've been hard at it, and uh, we just didn't see it. And then finally, something happened, and somebody went back and said, well, actually, let me look this way and see if it's been masked. And lo and behold, there it is right there. It's like, oh, my gosh. Now, the reason that that's important is because now, uh, as I told uh, someone in a very senior position that I've been talking to for some time uh, uh, within this location, um, uh, I can now tell in 30 seconds, every file that you have in evidence, if it's been altered or not, and this has been going on for a very long time, it didn't just start yesterday, and it wasn't just this one guy or those two guys. I'll bet you it's been in the system and it's been used over and over. Within an hour after getting off that call, I had somebody else on the horn absolutely swore, told, testified, went to the moon over and over and over. Been in jail for 15 years, one of the most decorated military officers in U.S. history. As we understand it, he'll end up being, uh, when they put it together, the most decorated Vietnam officer, period, the whole war, who's in jail on a falsehood. And he swore up and down that the recordings were altered. In 30 seconds, when I get that original file, I'll be able to tell. 30 seconds. And based on... 15 years of fighting this through and not being able to get there, I got a funny feeling. We're going to find exactly what we've just figured out. And uh, those bars are going to come down. And other people are going behind bars. Um, within the country, that's a somewhat isolated case, though, that could end up affecting dozens, if not even hundreds of people if what I suspect is true. Um, but think about it. Are we coming into an era where justice becomes uh, the rule of the day? See, justice is the same as judgment. Justice is uh, arresting somebody in the middle of the crime. They're in the getaway car and they're racing down the street and somebody pulls the tractor trailer in front of the car and it can't get through and other people stop them and force them out at gunpoint and the evidence goes into uh, the evidence bag and evidence locker and uh, you know the bad guys get disarmed and put in cuffs and then that's the beginning of the justice process they are taken into uh, custody as part of an act of justice leading to judgment of their injustices, their illegalities. We are about to see um, a wave of revelations and actions that put in arrest the injustices that have been going on in America for a very long time. And then the process of justice becoming judgment in a lawful way. We're not going to go off half-cocked 
the, the, the bad guys would like that America is going to go into civil war. That's what the predictive programming of this movie by the Obamas is all about. America's going to uh, decay into civil war and uh, destroy itself. The reality is that is America in mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Uh, the death of America, the end of America, and in the vacuum of a uh, America coming off the rails, we then have uh, 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 strong men from outside the country who are not our elected leaders, globalista coming in to put together America again and make it functional after they've broken our knees, kneecapped us, broken our feet, and put us in walkers and wheelchairs. And then they're going to run America, run your life, uh, you know, as long as you last. Um, that is not the future of America. That is not the future of God's people. That is not the future that we will accept as Christians. We're not going that path. Amen. And that's a hard one for them to accept. They don't believe that we can win. But imagine the turmoil in the post-ascension era, the apostolic era. Um, John was the apostle that lived the longest of all the apostles, to the best of our knowledge. So John and revelations revolutions was the last of the apostles that's the last book um why is that important his ministry is the most crucial of all of the apostolic ministries he was doing cleanup in the batters lineup how's that what's that mean that's what this audience is all about I, I want everybody in this audience you're now John you've had the era of Peter where we had all these people come into the church he goes right next door to the temple and preaches a salvation message and 5,000 men plus women and children arguably an audience that might have been 20, 25,000 people, not just the 5,000 men. Think about that. Uh, give their life to Christ, turn right there in front of the temple, and start the church at the beginning of Pentecost. Um, and by the way, well, where was the first church? Very few people catch this, so I got all you Christians out there. Whose house became the first church? <laughs> Peter's. <laughs> all right. No, 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 no. I know nobody in here is going to get this. I'm, okay, you guys are going to be the ones that are going to know this answer down the road. Justice House. J-U-S-T-U-S. Okay. It's just us, the U.S. <laughs> okay. But Justice House 
was the first church. Where was Justice House located? It was next to the temple. Why was it such an important house? He was a wealthy man. He was so wealthy that he could afford the house in the primest real estate in Jerusalem, right next door to the temple. And he became a believer. When they drew straws for the apostle who would replace Judas, Justice was one of the two straws, but his wasn't drawn from a divine perspective. Why? Because he had the house next door. He was more important as a pastor than he was as an apostle running all over the world. He was at the prime position. He was the first pastor of the house next to the temple, going head to head with the priests, rabbis there at the temple and all those that wanted to keep the temple function going. So, the government of God versus the government of that dead sepulcher, that, that temple of death, because they did not believe in the Christ, um, uh, the Messiah, who was right there with them. So, Within what's happening in America right now, something is is happening and places you couldn't get justice. You couldn't get it at the Justice Department, you couldn't get it at the FBI, you couldn't get it at Homeland Security. The lies were everywhere from the father of lies. Oh no, it's a bunch of guys over in Afghanistan that blew this up. Oh no, it was American patriots that went to Oklahoma and blew it up that are right-wing conspiracy theorists. Oh no, uh, the bad guys there at uh, uh, Waco, you know, they burned their own stuff up. They burned their own people up. Yeah, that gas wouldn't have burned up like that and killed everybody. Um, you've been sold so many lies as a people, and then the king has no clothes. You have to accept, no, 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 the federal government is so beautiful, it's so wonderful, it's so perfect. They can never make a mistake. They're just here to help us. And in fact, it's uh, a viper. It's killing America. It's an anaconda. It's squeezing the life out of America and out of the church and out of the Christians. And then of all the groups that are under the, you know, illusions by these Harry Potters, these Merlins, these magicians, it is really the church in many ways the 501c3 approved uh, pastors uh, we had a pastor at a particular location that we went to a lot of trouble to explain that this shot was something to be avoided that it was unnecessary it was unwise it didn't make sense or something wrong no 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 he wanted masks in the church he called all the parishioners in the church one by one and encouraged them to go down and get their shot as a an act of civic duty and in order to be involved in the church well a lot of people got hurt some people died and they went away and especially when we called them out why because they were getting their money they were getting paid money under the table to go ahead and get their parishioners out there to get the shot it, it to help you and help the church. You'll have a little more money to do something.
and they did and then uh, people died and we called them out for that oh, oh no 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 but they all went away who were they doing the bidding of it wasn't the church they were on somebody else's payroll the divided allegiance um within what's going on right now in the republican party these people proclaim to be mega but in the course of doing that they're going to deny uh, people within the republican party the right to vote uh they're gonna put them you know they're, they're trying to segue them off they're taking out leadership that was voted in by the mass the majority of the party these are fights we're going to have right now out across the country so then i go back to your listeners very specific question how do i deal with my friends and families none of this stuff if you're going to talk doom and gloom we're losing it's all over i can't make it it's not going to happen do they really want to listen to you they they get tired do they get exhausted they not want to listen to you anymore or are you helping them understand that when we get these frauds under control when justice is served and we start seeing these people get arrested when the legal challenges to the medical companies to the um uh social media groups choking down our right to have a conversation between each other when the uh, justice system begins to work and people like uh, Robert Kennedy who sued Google and others in Northern California because they're not letting him talk about the vax in his political campaign so they're affecting the right of Americans to have a political conversation by the way just like we're bought from doing that in the church in many places uh, then they are acting in an un-american way and by the way illegally uh doing somebody else's bidding so uh we are getting this under control it's actually america um coming alive again and understanding their abilities and responsibilities as individuals uh, we're just getting into the fight right now am i thinking this is the time for mourning in America or am I thinking this is mourning and a bright future for America because America is about to come back and we're about to take these guys out for a cause many of them are going to jail many of them are coming out of office for what they did in putting in a fraudulent government over us because they're counterfeiters uh, going along with the counterfeiting votes when yes. that happens and we through justice have Trump back in his leadership role after some drama that will be a beautiful bright day justice will begin to be served these people will be arrested in what they've been doing judgment will follow some of it by weeks and months some of it by years just like in the case here where when they knew we had them guys suddenly oh uh, I'm leaving my job uh, voluntarily I'm heading for another country where extradition laws don't apply for this type of crime and they were the guys running the uh, you know police departments and detectives in those departments uh, uh, people are gonna have to answer to it. it's gonna be very you know gripping and Christians need to be part of that process why because when 
their savior starts assessing and sending those assessments out he's going to hopefully say I know your works how just how correct how diligent how patient you were in seeing the right things done for the right reasons the right places whatever not I know how evil you are okay yeah uh, nothing is hidden here I know your works John's ministry wasn't real in John the full Baptist. play he was there when Peter did the altar call mm -hmm. okay what was Peter doing when he was called by the way Peter was on the seashore uh, or I, I should say he was on the boat at the edge of the seashore what was he doing he was fishing I will make you a fisher of men and then the church began with his altar calls he was given the keys to the kingdom to bring people into the kingdom through a message of, of uh, forgiveness and salvation okay what was the second ministry in the New Testament in uh, uh, Acts and all the books it was the ministry of Paul what was in Peter's hand a net if you remember at the uh, vision that Peter had and he's on the roof of the house it wasn't a net that was capturing all the animals clean and unclean as a fisherman it was a sheet and that sheet like a net a sheet is just a very tightly woven net okay when you're out there in the ocean fishing you have a loose net so the water can go through it the fish don't go don't make it through uh, in a sheet it's just a really tightly woven net that's what Peter saw all the animals caught up both clean and unclean and he had this word from the Lord about going out and, and being able to minister to the non-Jew just like he was ministering to the Jews but that was Paul's ministry going both to the Gentile and the Greek and Paul with the very same sheet that Peter had took all of that clean and unclean heathen and uh, Gentile and Jew, and, and Jew and he did what he did in his secular life Peter was a fisherman he was catching fish Paul was a tent builder and with that sheet he began to fashion out the church which is a type of net to capture and hold this catch these people that uh, God has called and fashion it into a functional operation laying out the organization and proper order of the church when you come together let one come with a song and another one with a prophecy and another one with a word of scripture uh, let one be a deacon let one serve tables he laid out responsibilities and orders so that uh, the church wasn't just uh, a free-for-all um, but John what was John doing John when he was called when Christ called him 
was on the shoreline with James. And they were mending nets. Mending the nets. This audience should all aspire in this moment in time to be net menders, to carry on in the ministry like John did. We're in an end times moment. We're the last of the apostolic group that's here. Okay? So in this end time moment, as net menders, look at the church. Look at the church's function. The church as a net isn't capturing the fish. It's not holding them. We see people come into the church and as many are going out, the churches are coming in. The church is full of holes. It's not working. Because, yeah, 501c3 organizations. You got pastors taking money from other operations like SES, Senior Executive Service, uh, to call all the parishioners and get them to get the shot. Church is full of holes. It's not giving a salvation message. It's giving a, a uh, you know, gay message. It's a captured operation, as much as the federal government's captured by people that have globalista views and perspectives that aren't American, aren't constitutional. The church has unbiblical laws that it's obeying, that aren't even laws. It's lost contact with its constitution with the word of God. So, how are we going to solve this? Who's going to lead that? John's ministry was mending the nets. Everybody in this audience, Gus, every last one of them, need to be in a John mode, a Revelations mode. Where is there a hole in church operations? And how do I start mending it? Mending it with the Word of God. This is the Word of God, how it works. This is where it's not being applied properly. This is where there's a hole in the tent of meeting, Man. in the operation of the church, in the authorities of the church. And then thinking about, I know your works. God knows what we're doing. Are you actually getting anything done, anything productive, anything useful, anything real? If you're not accomplishing anything, is your work God-ordained? Or are you working at cross-purposes with God Almighty? Do you see what I'm saying? A lot of the stuff going on in the church has nothing to do with what God wants. It's ungodly. It's Amen. crazy all the things that are going on that have nothing to do with scriptural operation of the church. It's just a social club, and it's falsehood, and it's wrong. All right, next question. I hope that answered it. I don't yeah. know if it did, but no. I love it, love it. There's one by Gary that I wanted to bring bring up. Let me, let me pull that up. It was a while back. There it is. Here it is. I'm putting it on the screen. It says, discuss America as a corp versus going to a republic as we drain the swamp under Trump. Are we currently under maritime law, our names and caps on birth certificates? Any thoughts on that? Uh, 
Okay. Uh, a good question. Uh, I'm very familiar with uh, the basics of the question. And the reality is uh, this maritime law thing is a real problem. It's uh, very real in the way that they've got the church operating right now, or the, the country operating right now. Uh, we see it all over the place. Um, and what maritime law is, the law of the sea, uh, the courts have actually cited maritime law as the basis for their decisions in a number of court actions. And people have been like, what? Maritime law? Where's the Constitution of this? Why in the world am I hearing about maritime law? That has no relevance here in America, uh, you know, based on some kind of British common law. But uh, the reality is uh, there's certain features of the law where we kind of go, well, but this is a basis for why the world operates this way here or something like that. Um, so, yeah, actually, uh, so, uh, and of course, it, it's the fringe on the flag. A lot of people cite that because when maritime law is in effect, you'll see the gold fringe around the flag, which goes back to British common law, and it has to do with all the, uh, you know, in the bar system, our lawyers become members of the bar, and then they're, you know, enforcing uh, laws that you know many construe as being part of this uh, uh, maritime law and stuff like that. In getting America back under control, one of the most important things that's going to have to be part of this is getting back to constitutional operation of the country, not this uh, um, uh, you know anybody else's stuff, including the Brit. Uh, law and like that so anyway so it's 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 something we could spend hours on i'm trying to be just a, a bit generic because literally i could get into this and be three four five hours into it i'd have more confusion in the audience than i'd have it coherent and uh there's a lot of people that have done really pretty good work laying some of this out pretty coherently but at the end of the day for this exact moment in time, um, where the fix has to happen, uh, a lot of that stuff will get resolved over the next couple of years as we hit the reset button in America. A lot of things have been put in play that have become accepted uh, as the law of the land, if you will. Um, let, me, let me just add this one thing. So, for example, in court cases, we have a system where uh, if a judge puts out a decision in a case, that becomes the accepted uh, uh, law of the land, the way that everybody else should rule. It's, uh, it's really uh, fallacious. Um, we, we shouldn't have law decided by those other cases a lot of times the judges are wrong a lot of the stuff doesn't overlap into you know one case doesn't compare well with another so uh that you know probably has to go to the wayside at some point in time 
it's going to have to be the cases that are cited on the law. You may reference other cases where a judge has come to a decision, but that may advise you it doesn't come to being the decision in, in those cases. So again, for, for this audience, I think we could get lost in the weeds. We would lose relevance and lose our way. Some of that will get dealt with down the road as we start to put America back on the track. But fighting those battles at this time probably is wasted effort, misdirected effort. Um, the most important thing for the moment uh, in America, in my opinion, is if you don't have the people that you actually elected to represent you getting to office because by fraud they're being blocked from taking office then yes. you don't have a legitimate government uh if you go back to the magna carta if you go back to um the bill of rights even uh the uh, tea party with throwing the tea in the harbor you you had people protesting because they had um, taxation without representation. Uh, they didn't have any, they weren't of the royal bloodlines, so they didn't have any, you know, representation the way the government operated. They didn't own lands in the kingdoms, and they weren't, uh, you know, landholders, so they had no say on how they were being governed. So it was a tyrannous life of tyranny over your life, your soul, your work, your your everything. Um, so the, the um, point of the Magna Carta, the point of the Bill of Rights, the point of the Constitution, was that uh, uh, you have to have, in order to have a lawful government, it had to be a government of the people, by the people, for the people. Uh, it had to be a government that was governing with the consent of the governed. And if you don't have the consent of the governed, then you're a tyrannous government. You're not a lawful government because you don't represent the people. And it's not right for one man to enslave or rule over another. One man's rights stop where another man's rights begin. The U.S. Uh, basis for the Constitution was every man a sovereign, every man a king of his own property, his own house, his own family. No king but Jesus, no king but God over your life, if, if you will. And to the extent that you have... Uh, uh, somebody just ruling because they're of the right bloodline or in a Capone type of a ca capacity they have the bigger gun and they're willing to use it it's their way or the highway or death that's not a government uh, that is lawful it is tyranny um, and it is therefore uh, not a not a government um, justly in place. Consent of the governed, which means we all come together, 
we decide we want certain people to represent us they don't rule over us they hold office not as our masters but as our servant right now the way the government's operating in america in most states and absolutely in the federal government is that they rule over the people that's not the way it was intended to be they uh the government that governs least governs best uh someone else's rights stop or my rights begin you don't have the right to steal my life energy and give it to somebody else unless i agree to it it's one thing to give to the poor out of christian sense of moral duty it's another thing to be forced to give it to someone else who didn't work for or earn it that's theft that's the irs yes all right next question i i, I spent longer on that probably than i should but i hope it it gave a flavor a feel for you know where i think you have to go on the answer but next question yeah so this is um from one of our backstagers jeremiah he said i once asked you in person if the military was using quantum computers against the cabal ai computers and you said yes uh, can you expand on this and do the quantum computers have benevolent consciousness okay uh let me let me try to dissect this a little bit first off i it it may have been that i got, got an answer but they may have gotten one or two little words wrong here um i'm not a big fan of the term quantum uh it's not accurate it's 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 not small what right um, right uh actually reflects the other physics and so you know Feynman loved his quantum stuff and a lot of students got in that and we have to unravel it and explain the difference between quantum and and uh, uh, the other physics um, I get what they're trying to say and and you know the way equations go and all that but it's just a, it's a lousy term it just it's for me personally it's very painful uh, did I or would I have said uh, that uh, you know computers have been used to game out our options and our next moves uh, how we got here and where we're going absolutely every last move has been played out repeatedly by both sides all sides in this uh, situation that we're in um, here in America and across the world so uh, uh, the biggest question when you're using computers gaming out scenarios garbage in garbage out and as you get new information new twists um, you have to modify the options and outcomes so so uh, but it's like learning how to play chess the one thing about chess is chess is a game of attrition the longer you play the game the less potential moves there are so you might start out a chess game with a vast number of potential moves that with each move uh, until you start taking pieces uh, uh, begins to multiply for a little bit and then you've reached a peak and now as the game goes on and pieces get taken off the board there's less options for either side 
and it comes down to a point where there's just a couple of options and uh, a final choice. In chess at five levels, you have a myriad of options that's just almost incalculable if you get right down to it that then comes down to a very finite number of options again just like uh, chess starting with one board uh, at the end of the day there will be a moment where there's a final king on one player's side that's in play and if you take out that king you've taken out all five game over uh, if you have it in checkmate and it can't move, game over. So with that in mind, we have uh, a moment here where the game is maturing. It's reaching a point where there's fewer and fewer and fewer potential options for either side, but one side is losing, and that's this moment right now. We're getting them cornered. Justice is coming in several fronts, and as they lose key players... Uh, in this game as it matures their options are going to get less and less uh, tasty and then finally uh, there's just so many moves will they play it out to the last move yeah I don't think they're going to relinquish um, in the programs you reach a particular point where the, the at the beginning of the game it's 50-50 for either player as the game matures the odds might go 60% one player, 40 the other. With uh, a wrong move, a slip, uh, a mistake, the odds could flip in the favor of another player uh, over a, a couple of moves uh, very quickly, and all of a sudden it's now 60-40 the other way. But as you get further and further along, the likelihood that a player who's winning makes the right series of wrong moves to move from a 90% likely win to letting the other guy win become less and less and less. We see it. We've seen it all the time. Uh, and it looks like there's a lot of moves taking place uh, within the Republican Party. And you got to ask, boy, are we going to lose this still? Um, you know, if, if Patton had not been there in striking range with troops willing to go along with a bizarre, outrageous, audacious move to go up and help the guys at the Battle of the Bulge, you might have seen Germany gain the critical three months they needed. And if Germany had three months, just three months more in the war, their wonder weapons would have changed everything and you'd be speaking German right now. Everybody in this country out across the world would be under some type of a German government right now, a Nazi government. Uh, the world would look so different as to be incomprehensible to most people in every country of the world. Three months. One guy who had troops, who trusted him, believed him, and who thought out, you know, outlandishly enough to think that he could do something that no army in the history of the world had ever done. In the middle of winter, with everything going against him, in the midst of a storm, and go change the course of history.
And by the way, that is the origins of victory in America more than once. Washington, on Christmas Day, in the wee hours, got a bunch of ragtag guys onto boats crossing a river with ice flows coming down it. Another general who was supposed to help him on Christmas Day morning couldn't get his troops across the river. They were all too sick. So where they thought they had two generals bringing troops across the river, only one got across. And then on Christmas Day in a blizzard, they marched eight miles without being detected, got to the edge of the German garrison of the Hessian troops, snuck in, were able to get the centuries secured, and then at the crack-ass of dawn, start firing cannons right down the main street of the Hessian-occupied town, caught them so by surprise on the morning after the Christmas, December 26th, in the wee hours of the morning, caught them so much by surprise that the Hessians were sent running in their underwear. And they captured their food stores, their weapons, their bullets, their clothing. You know, they started that war and they were called summertime soldiers. A lot of them marching 10, 15, 20 miles in a day in bare feet. And when it got to the winter, they didn't have clothing. It was a different world back then. And a lot of them died of various diseases way more than died in the actual battles themselves. And yet in that no-win situation, when it looked like all hope was lost, and the guys uh, remember, the other thing that was interesting, they were five days when they did the attack on the Germans, they were five days from a lot of the soldiers having reached the end of their conscription, their contract, and they were ready to go home and they wouldn't be considered a traitor but they stuck it out they did that one last battle won it and then a lot of guys who were going to leave decided to stay stay with the fight and america became the winner we're we're fighters and we're not giving up and these guys think they've got us now oh, they're full of shit Americans aren't leaving the true ones, and we're not fighting each other. We're going to get that guns pointed the right direction. We're not throwing bombs in the next foxhole. There's a lot of people would like us to start fighting each other and blowing each other up. That's what the intent is within the uh, Republican GOP operations right now, but it's not going to work. It's not going to work because uh, we have Americans in there, and they're going to see through these tricks. We're going to get it under control. And those people that are useful pawns of our enemies will go over to the wayside. And it's just a matter of time. I guarantee it. As God is my witness, I guarantee it. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to be an amazing victory. Everybody here needs to be in on it. Uh, if you're doing prayer, I don't want to say nothing more than prayer. You excuse me? Prayer changes things. The prayer warriors are going to be a, a, the deciding part in this whole thing believe it so all right next question all right that was awesome so so i know elizabeth had one backstage from um i'm trying to find that real quick from 
about Australia. I'm trying to get the specific okay. thing here. See if I can get this. Elizabeth, you might want to just unmute and just ask it real quick. But no statements, just a question. <laughs> Earth to Australia, yeah, hi, Earth to Australia. Hi, there you are. Oh, my gosh. We <laughs> thought you'd been abducted. Mm -hmm. We heard there was aliens down there. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just uh, how's uh, Australia planning and all of this one? And will the BRICS um, system change right. the economics of everywhere? You know, Australia is in a really interesting position. Um, uh, before this is all over, uh, Australia actually uh, looked for all the world that it's going to join forces. Canada, New Zealand, Australia align on the side of America in going against the globalists. Now, that sounds pretty bizarre, and especially, I'll tell you what, uh, the captured operation that is Australia right now, it sounds like that's an impossibility to even people there that might be listening to me, but I'm just telling you, uh, uh, the Young Lions of Tarshish, which was the trading company, that's what the countries, uh, Tarshish was a, was a global trader um, with ships and like that, uh, the Young Lions of Tarshish uh, are what are referred to as assisting in this battle that goes against the Antichrist at the end of uh, the age uh, in, in, uh, when the Antichrist is on the throne in Jerusalem. And uh, that, that threat against the Antichrist comes as on eagle's wings. That sounds interesting. Who's the eagle here? Um, uh, and at the midway point in the uh, in the uh, revolutions of Revelation, uh, the Antichrist has to flee the throne uh, halfway through his agreed term, seven-year apiece term. Well, who's who's leading that? It's a nation-state level threat. Has on eagle's wings the young lions of Tarshish. Well, who's the old lion? That's the Brits. Who's the young lions? Canada, America, New Zealand, Australia. This is the moment, you know, you got this uh, picture you should have in your mind there. Uh, there's a bear and a couple of guys are on the trail and the one guy looks over at the other guy and after seeing the bear and the one guy is down tying the shoelaces and the other guy says, what are you doing? That bear is going to kill us. And the guy says, no, he's going to kill you. <laughs> I just have to outrun you. <laughs> Too late so he can outrun that sucker, right? <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, you guys start tying up your shoelaces. You're going to join us. We're going to go kick some ass. I am tired of this globalist bullshit. They have sacrificed more Australians with their fake jab than just about any other of these free countries with their bullshit stepping on the arms of young girls. So they put a death shot in them, sterilize them. I guarantee you, when this thing comes full circle, the most dangerous creature on this planet is going to be an Australian mother, is going to be a, uh, a New Zealand mother. It's going to be a Canadian mother. 
You think that they're going to let this stand with the atrocities that have happened? It's tyranny, and they won't stand for it. Uh, if I was any of those pieces of shit that supervised the killing and maiming of fathers and mothers and grandparents and children, I'd be finding a bunker deeper than what you've already got because they're in a bunker deep enough to protect you from what those people are going to do to you. I love it. Okay, one last yeah. question. I love Australia, by the way. I just, I, I, uh, I really, 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 really uh, enjoy Australia, enjoy the people. Um, uh, you're, you're in a heck of a fight. I know that for sure. But the one thing that, that especially in this audience, there's a, uh, you know, I, I dealt, a bunch of Australians uh, were present where I was doing stuff in Africa the other day. And uh, we had a couple pretty intense conversations. I understand what's going on and, and some of the players that were present. But let me just say this. Um, uh, when you send your representatives to where God's people are at and where there's revival, those people, they can end up being the ones that become the most fierce part of your army. They can be the most saved. They can be, they come back and all of a sudden they're the lions in uh, uh, young lions uh, running havoc through the uh, China factory, okay? Um, uh, and Australia is kind of a China shop, by the way, at this point. Um, there's a move of God that is already underway that is uh, something to behold. Australia has it, too. Even going after the secret societies, especially up in New Zealand, it's well underway. And as that undermining uh, hidden hand control group and people and systems... Uh, are exposed and taken out. It's like sand under your feet going away. Those controllers, those strong men in Australia, New Zealand, and Canada itself are going to have the ground go away under their feet. They will fall. And when they do, the people, uh, it won't be just that the government becomes subject to the rule of the people again. It's that the people are under the government of God Almighty. There has to be a humbling, a repentance in Australia, a humbling and a repentance and a revival in New Zealand, a humbling and a repentance and a revival in Canada where God's people are, and they realize their authorities, their strengths, and they refuse to let tyrants with their little secret clubs and their occultish uh, uh, puppeteering, Harry Pottering operations. Amen. Be an amazing move of God that precedes this alliance, this joining together of the young lions of Tarshish in opposing this world government, in opposing this world dictatorship, uh, 
it's going to take some time but when i talk about america getting its house in order and then going out to assist not to be our brother's keeper but to be our brother's brother those are nations that are natural alliances and uh where we have a common ground and we will rise up uh as the enemy comes in like a storm we will rise up uh uh, like a banner against them and oppose them. We will not be ruled by tyrants. Australia will not be ruled by tyrants. New Zealand will not be ruled by tyrants. It is against the inner nature uh, of, of the people. These are strong people. You want to call us lawless? Call us lawless. It'll be against your lawlessness. We'll be obeying the law of God's kingdom. Every man is sovereign. We will not be enslaved by a bunch of people through their frauds next question all right this is uh, last question I, I should probably get to i've got people waiting for me all right call me skill puppies and then we just want to spend a little bit of time just some quick prayer for you too but uh, we've heard that trump was an fbi asset against the yeah. mafia uh, can you confirm and do you think part of the lawfare against trump is retribution by the mafia for his part in their punishments or is it all globalist and biden It is improper to say that he was an FBI asset. He was uh, uh, not ever an asset. Being um, a source of information for the uh, judicial action and the policing action that took place in New York is a different matter. But... Uh, that was information that Nixon gave him. He was the unnamed source, not asset, in the investigations in New York that led to the takedown of the five families. Big difference. Um, in the case of Patrick Byrne, in the work that he did uh, for the FBI at different times, he was never a paid informant or paid asset. But he did, as a request, uh, was asked... Um, and he didn't initiate it. He was just in the right places at the right time. He responded favorably to a request for his assistance, and so he felt in the category of being an asset for U.S. intelligence agencies on things that they were monitoring and investigating, um, and he explains that out in his book, uh, Deep Rig, pretty precisely, um, but he was never on their payroll. Uh, he was available to them as an asset to provide uh, information in places where they asked him if he could provide it. But he, you know, with the exception of the Hillary thing, he wasn't really technically setting anybody up. And then, of course, with the uh, young gal out of uh, Russia, he, he talks about that pretty precisely. And by the way, anybody that's questioning, oh, gosh, is Pat Byrne a good guy or a bad guy? Are you kidding? Give me a break. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful American who did his duty and continues to do so. When this is all done, without Pat Byrne in the fight the way he's been over the last several years, uh, last decade, um, this would be a very different fight right now. We are, every person here owes a debt of gratitude and uh, a prayer of thanks for Pat Byrne being in the fight the way he is. And then uh, from, you know, his belief side, uh, religious side and all that, 
say a prayer. This is a beautiful person that, uh, you know, uh, God bless him for being in the fight the way he's been. Uh, fought cancer, uh, hasn't given up during all these years, all the way back to being a high schooler. Um, he's he's someone that I pray for daily. Uh, the other one, I'll tell you who else? Julian Assange. Oh my gosh. I mean, what he's going through now, you know, we pray for prisoners. He's in a prison, especially in his mind, that's it's the hardest prison of all to survive. It's not the physical, it's the mental. Does anybody out there even know the ways that he operated, what he did, um, the magnitude of the sacrifice that he's been in for to get us to this moment in time? Um, every American needs to bow their heads and, and, and pray, and everybody in this audience needs to be very prayerful. Prayer changes things. Julian Assange is a victim of being a conduit of information that we all needed to understand what's going on in this takeover, this capture of America um, and even our faith, our churches, because of what's been done in the name of government against us and against our American rights, our constitutional rights. Um, so yeah, let me, let me say a prayer with all of your folks here. Father God, I thank you for everyone here. I thank you for putting good questions in their minds that are important, doing the mental gymnastics uh, moving forward, trying to game out what are the next best moves for each of us individually and doing the work that you put before us so that we may hear a good word from you in your presence. I know your works and that you will have blessed those works and have found uh, good in them that was godly, both in their origins and in the way that we walked it out. I ask you to give each person in this audience a special word in their heart from you, special scripture that encourages them, gives them direction, fortifies them from the inside out for the battles ahead, for the conversations they need to have with those around them at the right moment and that you would give them patience and uh, good judgment on when to speak and how and when not to if that be appropriate in this battle that we're in i pray that you would uh, give them the fortifications around them and the provision in their life and in their household and in their own neighborhood where they can be a source of uh, protection and supply in the days ahead as we go through what we must go through here in this dark moment ahead so that on the far side of this darkness they will shine like the noonday sun because they've been in your presence father god and they have seen your face in what they're doing and that they have, have found grace before you uh, honoring your way, your will. Father God, not our will, but thy will be done in all these things that are ahead of us. Uh, I thank you for fellow warriors like these people who are in the fight. It's a beautiful blessing. It's, 
it's a humbling thing, Father, to be in the presence of such an amazing group of warriors, uh, uh, thoughtful thinkers uh, in this fight at this moment uh, on this planet that you gave us. Bless us all, in Jesus' name. Bless our friends and leaders, President Trump and his family and those who are aligned with him and with truth and with right, not just in America, but across the world. At this critical moment, we ask it in Jesus' name, uh, be protected by the blood of Christ. Amen. 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 Let me just give you a turbo prayer to Juan. Uh, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for this man of God. Uh, thank you for uh, us being able to get him on the show to really uh, lead us in the right direction and to keep us under faith and not fear. Lord, thank you for his insight and uh, Lord, most of most of all, for his, his battling uh, with his personal life completely. Lord, we just pray for blessings on Gen the JenniferMack.com store. We uh, pray for blessings on everything that he touches and wherever his feet go, may the gospel of peace go with him. Lord, and uh, lastly, by the power of Jesus' name, the name above all names, and by the blood that he shed for us, by the power of that blood and that name, we bind the rulers and thorns and powers that are trying to take him off his path and we loose angels of all races and divisions to come and help him keep on that path, Lord. Thank you. And just bring the justice of the Lion of Judah. Bring the truth, the spirit of truth to decimate the spirit of deception that's out there. We love this man, Lord. Allow him to have, like Acts 3.19 talks about this, times of refreshing just comes across him. He has a great night's sleep. He wakes up in the, in, with, the, with, the, with the joy of the Lord. He and Jennifer Macbeth. We love you, Lord. We thank you for him. And we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, folks. Appreciate Amen. you so much. All right. All right. All right. If everyone might unmute and saying thanks and goodbye. Thank you, Juan. Thanks, Juan. Thank you. Thank you, Juan. And I agree, Julian Assange should not be in Belmarsh. Mm -hmm. Thank no. you, Juan. Bless you, Juan. Thank you. Bless you, Juan. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. God bless. Good night. Love. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you, Juan. Juan as well. Love you. Love you, Juan. Bless you. Appreciate all of you. Bye. Thank you so much. Hello. Bye. Bye. What an yeah. awesome man. Um, so it's really, really cool to have him here um, during this time period. And um, wanted to just invite you guys uh, to be more, to be involved more in uh, this ministry. And uh, yes. just to let you know that we we are, we are a 508C3. Just FYI, everybody mute, please. Uh, so we, we are a 5083C, so you can, um, uh, we have a Sunday Word and Worship. Uh, you can join us there. We'd love to have you. We also do Friday Word and Worship and Monday and Thursday Praise and Prayer. So that beautiful music that we played last night, if you missed it, um, we play every Monday, usually Thursday. We adjusted things for Juan this day, as well as on Friday and Sunday. So if you really want to be in a place you can worship, um, you don't have a great church home, uh, can't get away from a 501c3, we just invite you. Uh, to, to this. I wanted to uh, quickly show you as I turn off this music, this will probably turn on some more music as I go to this view, but um, I just wanted to show you um, how you get to some of the things that we have. If you go, to, this is the events page that we talked about Sunday night. Remember, night of prayer for the Trump family and the nation is this Sunday. Amanda Grace's channel is also going to be on this Rumble channel. So again, that's going to be Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Um, there's going to be some awesome speakers, including Eric and Laura Trump. Going to have Robin Bullock, Donna Kamlet, Pastor Jason Lawmeyer, Clay Clark, Roger Stone, Pastor Kent Christmas, and other special guests will be on during that time. So put that on your calendar, Sunday, January 14th. Um, make sure you join Amanda Grace's uh, um, channels or this channel um, to, to be a part of that. That's going to be a big part. I just think I saw Amanda there. <laughs> Amanda, how are you doing? We, we look forward to we look forward to joining you on um, on uh, Thursday. I mean, on Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. That's right. So, so make sure you you. It'll you be a powerful time. That, that, this is like a showdown. It it is a showdown, isn't it? It is yeah. a showdown. That that is awesome. So we're looking so forward to that. So join Amanda and all her friends on Sunday, 5 p.m. EST. I also wanted to show you real quickly right here is that um, you can come to this this whole site is called the neighborhood and it is you can download it on your phone as well it's a facebook replacement so come and join the christian impactor platform here again just search neighborhood.social on your mobile phones on the app store or just go to neighborhood.social on your url and you will see the groups we have here the the pages the events the discussions that we're having uh, that's where my blog is on the lone time with rick right that's we got julie's words here in backstage ministry right everything is here you can also find everything on blessedteach.com you can get the free show notes for this show that we had tonight again just type in blessedteach.com that's blessed with the number two teach.com and right here is where you would sign up right in this front page to get the free show notes a summary of the show as well as links to everything right this is where you can get to everything as well up here um, lastly we love partners partners that just give a, even a dollar a month to this ministry will actually get some pretty cool benefits uh, right here you will actually receive an exclusive ministry updates from us but you'll get regular prayer from our intercessory prayer team you talk about prayer changes things how about having prayer for you every single monday um, just by giving a dollar a month of this ministry that's kind of God told me that I was keeping people from reaping so that's why he wanted to make sure that we uh, put a partner together program you can give three different ways here and that is texting give to 833-209-2393 that is give to 833-209-2393 you can also use that just take a picture of that or put your phone up against that QR code and get there as well. Um, we love you guys so much and we appreciate everything that you are doing to fight this battle together because this is what's gonna take. Um, this is why we do prayer, praise and prayer twice a week and word and worship twice a week, four days a week of worshiping the Lord and learning his word and declaring and decreeing it, understanding and being thankful what we have with thankfulness in our heart as well as praying specifically for your prayer requests Mondays and Thursdays. We'd love to do that with you guys. With that, we're gonna call tonight but we will be, um, again, on um, tomorrow night, Friday, 5 p.m., with praise and prayer. Sunday morning, with, with I'm sorry, word and worship. I teach with Gus on Friday nights, 5 p.m. And then on uh, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. And then Sunday night, the Amanda Show at 5 p.m. CST. God bless you all. And uh, you can say goodbye, uh, backstagers, by unmuting. Bye. Thank Hi, everybody, you for coming. Bye -bye. Thank you, Rick, for a great show. Oh,
Have See you everybody. Weird, I talk and it doesn't go through. Can everybody hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. We can. <laughs> yes. We hear you. Like, for some reason, my picture doesn't show up when I speak. It's like weird. Hmm. At least you can hear me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, everybody.